Hello, hello. Welcome to the Physionic Dedicated Podcast. Uh, guys, I'm recording this quite late, so excuse excuse any level of lethargy that I'm expressing right now. Uh, I wanted to quick talk a little bit about uh, the alkaline diet. You may be familiar with it. If you're not familiar with it, it's I'm sure there are many variations of it, but the general gist is that you consume particular foods that are alkaline or base-like uh, relative or based on the, no pun intended, on the pH. So if something is more alkaline, then it's going to have a higher pH. If it is more acidic, then it's going to have a lower pH. And the assumption, the idea is that if you consume particular foods that are more alkaline, then you're going to lead your highly acidified body back to a more neutral or uh, even alkaline uh, level, which is supposedly what is favored. Uh, You're supposed to be in a more alkaline uh, environment or at the very least supposed to be neutral. Uh, Well, very little of that is actually true though. Uh, The foods that you consume are, regardless of their pH, it's not gonna make a difference. Uh, The reason is because when the food, if it is incredibly alkaline, for example, uh, if it is a high base food, let's say a pH of 12, uh, then when it gets, gets into your stomach, your stomach is the region of your body that's highly, highly acidified. Uh, it's got a pH of 1, and it's filled with hydrochloric acid. So if you uh, introduce, let's say, many different alkaline foods, we're just going to go with that premise, Uh, you introduce a bunch of alkaline foods, your body, regardless of what you introduce, has to maintain that pH of 1.0. So hypothetically, your pH would increase a little bit in your stomach, and that would be counterintuitive because your body would then adjust by simply creating, synthesizing, and secreting more hydrochloric acid. So it's going to completely overpower any of the food that you'd just consumed that was alkaline. So once all that food has been changed to a much lower pH, an acidic pH, then that's called chyme, or chyme, however you pronounce it, I pronounce it chyme, then that uh, ends up in your intestines where it is then neutralized. So then the pH is then brought back up to about seven and that's how you're able to absorb uh, those different food molecules and put them into your bloodstream and then for them to go to your cells. But by that point, regardless of the pH that they were outside of the body, once they enter in, in the body, especially in the stomach and beyond, the pH has been changed to what the body wants. So regardless of what the food pH was, it makes no difference anymore at that point because your body's going to put it in the state that it needs to be. So your stomach is incredibly acidic. Uh, your intestines, at least in the, in the top section, your duodenum of your intestine, uh, might be a little bit more acidic as it's slowly trying to neutralize these different uh, chyme molecules that are entering it. Uh, and aside from that, your blood pH has to be maintained at 7.35 to 7.4, so a pretty strict range. Uh, if it goes below that, <clears throat> you're going to die. Uh, if it goes above that, so the idea that you are in a more alkaline state, that you're healthier, that's absolute rubbish because if you are above 7.4, uh, you will also die. So if you're 
acidic or if you're alkaline, doesn't matter, you're going to die. Uh, you need to be at a neutral or roughly neutral pH of 7.35, 7.4, somewhere in that range. And then if you look at the inside of your cells, of all your cells, they have to be uh, set at a particular pH as well. And that is, again, going to be tightly regulated. So if you Let's look at muscle, for example, because that's a prime example with exercise. If you do intense exercise, you're going to get the dissociation of those hydrogen uh, molecules as well as uh, the hydrogen ions from uh, the hydrolysis of ATP, the use of ATP, I should say. And that's going to lower your pH within your cells. But even so, their buffering capacity uh, within the cells that's going to then neutralize that. And in your bloodstream, you've got a carbonic anhydrase. Uh, that's a, a particular enzyme that's going to take uh, hydrogen molecules, free floating hydrogen ions that might dissociate out of the cells, and it's going to neutralize them. Because again, it just your body can't have that pH drop or increase too much. Uh, it's going to have a strong reaction to maintain that pH. So again, your diet just does not have enough of an impact. I mean, as a whole, your diet, of course, matters massively, massively. But in terms of your actual pH, uh, you know, trying to deacidify your system or trying to make it more alkaline or trying, I mean, on the flip side, if there are diets out there, they're trying to make it more acidic. It's the exact same story. It's just not going to have an impact. You, Just like I said in a previous podcast episode, you can't outsmart your own body. It is far, far too intelligent and just evolved to a, a level that we just, we're still trying to comprehend. That's how brilliant uh, it is. So uh, yeah, alkaline diets, bunk, don't worry about it. Don't, uh, just, just don't sweat it. All right, well, that's what I've got for you. Uh, excuse the tired nature. Uh, I'm quite, quite exhausted, but uh, I wish you a pleasant day, and I hope that I have the pleasure of speaking with you in the next one. Have a good one. See ya.